Today's episode of Skim from the Couch is brought to you by Prudential. Prudential helps you plan financially for today and tomorrow. Okay, let's get into the show. I have to know in my heart that, like, it's this or something better. And so I'm always sort of in this expectation that something better will happen. I'm Carly Zakin. I'm Danielle Weisberg. Welcome to Skim from the Couch. This podcast is where we go deep on career advice from women who have lived it, from the good stuff like hiring and growing a team to the rough stuff like negotiating your salary and giving or getting hard feedback. We started the skim from a couch, so what better place to talk it all out than where it began on a couch? So please welcome Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini to this live episode of Skim from the Couch. Christina comes from an acting family and has been adding to her IMDb page since before she could walk and talk. She's been everywhere, as we all know, from Married with Children to Anchorman to the stage. Linda also started acting early on, and she's been in some of all of our favorite shows like Freaks and Geeks and ER. And now... They're co-starring on a new Netflix series called Dead to Me. Um, It looks awesome where their characters become unlikely friends. There's tragic loss, wine, and of (laughs) course, more than one shocking secret. Linda, Christina, we are so excited to have you guys here. Thank you for joining us on the couch. Thanks for having us. Is this the first time you guys have worked together? Yes. Yes. Okay. first time we met too. Yes. Wait, actually? It was just now. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we said separate like, like a hologram yeah. of Linda. I'd be acting towards each other. <laughs> um, what's a typical day like for you guys when you're filming? Oh, God. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. We've you, got the hologram. You run with this one. Um, um, early morning. morning. Till late at night. Till late at night. Possibly into the early morning. Lots of driving. Lots of driving. Faraway places. And uh, lots of crying. Lots of crying. Lots of laughing. Not on set in my trailer. Well, sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, this was a, this was a very um, I don't want to say arduous, but it was like a hard. It was a very hard shoot. I think just because the content and what we had to kind of go through was pretty dark, and um, and we did. It was a lot of hours. We like we were cramming ten episodes into a very short amount of time. So we were we worked really hard. But if we didn't have each other, I think I don't know. We, at least we had each other. And, yeah. and, we, and we, had, had we had a great crew. crew we had great people. I mean, I'm not making it seem like that. It was just like, for us, it was just like every day was like kind of the, the content was pretty heavy. So it ex- was kind of exhausting, but fun. We still had fun. Yeah. So right now. She you, said. Got <laughs> it. Okay. You guys operate the way we operate. I enjoy it. <laughs> um, so this is a career podcast. And one thing that we lean into a lot um, on the show is negotiation and partially because We've been really bad at it in the past for ourselves. It's one of the hardest things that people go through in their careers. And as we know, the world is quickly changing for women in the workplace, thankfully, but especially in Hollywood. Want to talk about pay equity. When you think about, um, and we look at kind of the climate now between Time's Up and and more and more women, especially in Hollywood, speaking out and kind of calling attention, um, we're in a moment and we all recognize that. How has it changed the way that you negotiate? Or obviously, you know, in Hollywood, you've got, you know, a management team and agents. Have you changed how you're asking for what, what you get paid? Has it changed for me? I don't know if it really has. I mean, I, 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 I ask for what I think I'm valued at. And usually, you know, we're met with some resistance. And then you say, well then you apparently don't value me enough and I don't need to have this job. So that's kind of where I'm at 
in this life was this like, yeah. well, if you're not going to give me what I deserve, then I, I can, I will easily walk away from this because there will be other opportunities for me. So, which is a really healthy attitude. And I think it takes a while to get it, there. It takes a while. Yeah. I mean, and you know, yes, in life, we don't have always that opportunity to be like, well, forget you. My mom always said to me when I was auditioning, when I was younger, she said, walk into the room knowing that they need you, you don't need them. And to come into the place of power. And um, that is how I operated all the time, Mm -hmm. is that I don't need you, but you need me. So there you have it. Um, And so there I was never really met with a lot of uh, people trying to take advantage of of me Is that something that you say to yourself now, or has it just become so ingrained? That's just, I think, just how I am. Yeah. <laughs> as Linda knows, my, my favorite thing to say is, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I like care. that. I'm going to try it. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Dead to Me in particular. Um, the first season is directed by women. Um, and one man. And one man. And one man. Of the LGBTQ yes, community. Yes, and LGBTQ. And 80% of the writers are female. Yes. Um, Linda, you've said that working with women changes the energy. Can you talk about that? I do. I think that. I think, you know, like even sitting in a room that's predominantly filled with with women is different than sitting in a room that's predominantly filled with men. I just think that people carry their own energy. Um, It doesn't always have to be gender specific, but I feel like because there are um, less sets that are predominantly run by females, I think when we get there and we're there, there's there's a support that is inherent in being in that situation where people are excited to be there together and be working in a way that isn't the norm. Um, I also think it's just, I, I, I love being around other women who, who are in those positions. And it's just, it's nice because the, for our show especially, the female friendship I think has um, been explored in a fresh way because it's really predominantly female perspective of female friendship. And so I think when perspective shifts and when the feeling on set shifts, I feel like, you know, for times that I've had to, I remember I had to pee in a scene once, you know, on, for a pregnancy test yeah. um, in this movie Return. And it was so much more comfortable because I was surrounded by women. Just something as simple as that, you know, and, and that's not always the case. Did you know what the... Um makeup of the crew and writers and production was going to be when you signed on or was that something that yeah we, yeah, we knew. knew that we knew that like the like the kind of the creatives were going to be predominantly women I mean our our crew is you'll see this anyway it's not like in in our industry like crews are much more diverse as far as like female camera departments and and whatnot so and grips and so I've I've seen that much more over the years so we did have a good balance but we did have you know a lot of women and a lot of you know kind of like more man positions as far as our crew is concerned. But it was a lot of dudes too. But it, it was wonderful. We did know that like this was going to be, you know, a female driven uh, operation. And that was really important because as she was saying with the relationship that I, oftentimes w- uh, female relationships on film or on television are skewed when they're written by men because they have a perception of us of that it's going to be catty and that there's going to have, you know, that female relationships have all this like drama and, and whatnot. And really what we all know is that it's the greatest bond is your, is your girlfriend and your best friend. And that that's what we needed to have. We needed to have something that was really real and raw and true and not filled with all of this like 
you know, misconceptions of what female relationships can be. You both are at the state in your career where you can be selective, where you can say, well, then if you're not going to give me what I want, like, I don't need this. Why did you say yes to this? What did the, what about this show? It was the money. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix got my, no, I'm kidding. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. (laughs) Came later, but no, I mean, I, for me, it was just, it was Liz. I had known Liz and, um, who's created the show, Liz Feldman. Um, she's an incredible human being. Um, she's witty. She's acerbic. She's smart. She's loving, compassionate, incredible humanitarian. And just like to know that I was going to be working with someone like that. And I knew that the, the, the group of people were going to be really special. And I was told that this one was special and, that's, it's too bad that that wasn't the case, but, um, <laughs> um, and then we had this really beautiful, unique script that I had never read anything quite like it. So that's really, you know, you want to surround yourself with great people and, and do something that's, you know, it's about quality of life for me at this point. Linda, why did you say yes? I just, Sorry. The, I just like, and, yeah, for the, for our listeners, um, <laughs> they're just, well, Christina's currently caressing Linda's hand. <laughs> it's a really beautiful scene. It's we beautiful. Have beautiful. We're all yeah. <laughs> It was a lot of the same reasons. I think that the environment, the work environment, seemed to be something that was going to be enjoyable and and a place where there was going to be mutual respect and a place that was fun. You know, for as heavy as the things that we did, we had an incredible group around around us all of the time. Um, Also, the script was great. The show has such an incredibly unique tone. It's not necessarily just a comedy. It's not totally a drama. It's somewhere in between and it also has this suspense to it. And so there were turns and twists. It wasn't just a character driven show. Like our characters are really well defined and they're, there's, they're not like two women where you could switch parts and you would, we could switch lines. Like I've been in things where it's like, oh, any female character could say this line. Ours, they're so well defined and so drawn and so separate, but they work together I thought that, and the you know two female leads like that just seemed like so much fun to me. And Christina is such a great actress, and I heard wonderful things about her. And I know she's incredibly picky, so I figured that the show was going to be pretty good. Uh, no, and and Liz was amazing. So it was all of those things came together to make it feel like how on earth could I ever say no? All right, let's take a quick break. One thing I have learned about myself, ironically, I am very, very good at thinking ahead when it comes to vacation. I am not so good at thinking ahead when it comes to planning my financial savings. I am not good at either. But we can all agree that being in the know is much better than being in the dark when it comes to your money situation. Luckily, Prudential can help you see the light. And that cash money. So meet Prudential's financial wellness assessment tool. It helps you see where you stand with your financial goals and gives you key insights about your financial health. It only takes a few minutes to complete. So afterwards, you'll know where you stand and what you need to do next to reach your financial goals. Use Prudential's financial wellness assessment tool to help you assess and plan for your own financial wellness. All you have to do is go to prudential.com slash the skim to get started today. That's prudential.com slash the skim. (laughs) 
So taking a step back, um, we talked about negotiating for yourself, but we want to talk about another really central part of the acting experience and also I think part of the business experience, which is getting told no. So Linda, we want to talk about uh, the breakout role was Freaks and Geeks. It was famously canceled after a season. Yeah. Um, and you found that out on the way to Letterman? I did. Um, how did that go? <laughs> I was so excited to be on David Letterman. That was like a dream of mine. And the idea that I got to be on it was incredible. So I had gotten off the plane and into a limousine, you know, and before it was just SUVs, it was like a, a real limousine. And I was sitting in the back and I felt so excited to be in New York City, a trip that somebody else had paid for for me to go so I could be on, like all of those things felt like I had really, I was making it. And then I got a phone call from uh, my publicist at the time, and she was like, oh, honey, the show has been canceled. And I said, oh, my God, David Letterman was canceled? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, no, your show has been canceled. And I said, well, do I still get to go on David Letterman? And they said yes. And so I still got to go on David Letterman, which was so kind of them, because I had nothing to talk about. I had no other job lined up. I was totally unemployed by that point, you know? And... We just sat there and he's like, and it really hadn't totally hit me until David Letterman was sitting across from me and said, so your show's been canceled. Because the excitement of being on David Letterman was carrying me through, yeah. sort of, so that adrenaline didn't let it hit. And then I thought, oh my God, my show is canceled. David <laughs> Letterman is telling me now. You know, I saw his iconic teeth and he's just <laughs> telling me this. So it was, a, it was a crazy experience, but it was also, it's, you know, it's, as so many of the rejections go, there's... And you and for me, and it may be like corny or optimistic, there has to be a silver lining or you won't keep going. It's funny to like look back on a story like that now and obviously your career is okay and it turned out okay. And even the show turned out okay. <laughs> <Not totally. laughs> yeah. But in those moments, like how how did you figure out how to kind of come back from that? Where do you get your confidence from? It hurts. You know, it doesn't not hurt. It hurts. And you cry or you are upset or you, however you deal with that kind of rejection, it happens. And then like anything else that happens in life that is not the way you wanted it to be, you have to keep going. You know, for instance, like we deal with grief a lot in the show and it's the idea of like something terrible can happen, but you got to keep going. Life doesn't stop. You have to keep going. So you can give up. That's a choice. But are you going to be happy if you give up? No. So that's what I think to myself. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh, God, do I give up now? Is this a sign to give up now? And I'm, you know, 43. I don't know. I'm a woman in this industry and I have still not given up. So I think you just, you just have to um, talk to yourself. And I, th I think to get involved in something like what we do, you have a tiny bit of a screw loose because the odds are so against you that like sometimes that little screw loose of like believing that I can do it against all the odds is my friend and sometimes it isn't and and you know in those situations there's just that little piece in you that has to just be like keep going keep going we talk about that a lot in terms of the entrepreneur world and starting a company and like the idea of a reality distortion complex that like you have to be somewhat off in some way to think that you're gonna make it and so there's so cheers to us, being crazy so we just, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we keep it going but it's a it's a healthy kind of um on some days on some yeah. days, you know, and it's not an illusion of grandeur. It's just that my mom told me something when I was growing up. She said, you know, somebody in your generation is going to be a successful actress. They're going to be the, the greatest writer in the world. They're going to be the greatest scientist in the world. Like, why should it not be you? And that helped me a lot because we're all just 
people trying our best. And some people are born with certain talents and some people aren't. And some people are born with persistence that like supersedes all that and gets them further. So it just takes, I think, and now at this point, and maybe you'll agree and I'm talking a lot, so I'll stop. <laughs> but uh, I think that it's okay. I took a nap. Just now. <laughs> persistence, I think wins too. Like, in, like now when I look back at people I've started with, there were people who were incredibly talented who sort of just fell into something else or just didn't want, and there's some people who were harder workers and it just, I feel like the working hard and being persistent pays off in any industry, in, even in the arts. Yep. Christina, yeah. obviously you started, you grew up on set. Like you, you know, I'm trying to kind of imagine in, in our world, it's like growing up in a, in a startup or growing up, you know, in the industry that you end up going into. How did your mom coach you about no's? Did, do you remember hearing no's at such a young age? Oh gosh, yeah, all the time. And it, as a kid, it's devastating. And that's why my daughter's like, I want to be a child actor. I was like, oh babe, you can't even handle when I'm like, no, you can't have that candy bar. And she's like <laughs> on the floor, like in a tantrum for six hours. You know what I mean? So I'm like, maybe it's not your personality to, to deal with this. But I, I heard no. I mean, in this industry, especially out of, you know, 15 auditions, you might get one. You might get one yes out of that. So it's, you get used to the no. But my mom always said to me, because I, I would get really upset as a kid and I didn't handle it very well. She just said, it's, I'm telling you, it's this or something better. And the something better always happened. It was like one job I wouldn't get. And I swear the next thing was like, that came along out of left field was so much better than what I had been pining over. So I've, I've just grown to just know that it's going to work out. Um, and I, I, I don't, I don't know if that comes out as like being complacent to people sometimes. Cause I'm like, it's all good. It's fine. Because I just have, a, I have to know in my heart that like it's this or something better. And so I'm always sort of in this ex expectation that something better will happen I feel like and that it will be okay. I'm very envious <laughs> of your outlook. I feel like you ha are in a very good place of being like, mm, it's okay. Like, screw them if they don't want me or like they say no. Okay, fine. What is the stuff that... But I'm not going to say that like I haven't felt, you know, incredible pain when I haven't gotten, you know, like when my show Samantha Who was canceled, I like cried in my bed for like two weeks straight. Like the pain of that being gone out of my life was just, I could not get over that. It was such a horrible feeling. That's, I, that, I remember that's like really the only time that I felt that way, like devastated by something. But so I've, you know, I do f feel disappointment. I feel disappointment, yes. <laughs> but I, and, I, and this is also like probably a motto that can be taken in the wrong way. But I remember being a kid and hearing someone say to me, expectations are planned disappointments, which you can take that either way that you want to. But it's not that I don't expect good. It's just I kind of go like, you know, the universe is going to kind of give me what, you know, what I deserve and what I need. What is the stuff to like that's me, like holding on to this like something? On a uh, when you are working or or whether t thinking about a new project currently in a project, what is the stuff that stresses you out? <laughs> um, not getting enough sleep. Oh, same. I I, I really like even coming like to New York and knowing that like I was not going to be sleeping when we got here, like put me into a tailspin last week. And then like when you're working on a, on a show, you know, a lot of people don't know, you know, you're up at four 30 in the morning to be at set by five 15, to be in the makeup trailer to like then work for 16 to 18 hours that day. It's, it's not even a long day. It's I'm not going to sleep. I just know I'm not gonna sleep. And now that I have a kid, 
like if we did night shoots, they, they promised me that I could do drop off like three times a week, right? That was kind of our like gentleman's agreement mm-hmm. that I could like drop my kid off to school at least three times a week. They're like, they would be like, guess what, Christina? I think you're going to get like at least three drop offs. I was like, oh, because we're shooting nights? Thank you. (laughs) So I'll be getting home at 3 a.m. and she gets up at, oh, thank you for for giving me the time in the morning with my daughter to take her to school on three hours of sleep. Um, No, I was very grateful that they did kind of work that in. They did work it in sometimes, but I would laugh because it was like because we were like working till midnight and I wouldn't have to come in till later (laughs) in the day. Yeah. Um, How has, Linda, your um, approach to rejection changed over time? Um, I think when I first started, it always felt like the end of the road. And now I realize it's part of the road. So I'm a little bit better with that. And I feel like the idea of like, there's something better. I think that came with experience for me. I did not realize that to begin with. And sometimes I still, you know, it's still hard. You just learn as you go on how to better deal with it. But if you're really invested and you really care, you know it's going to hurt, and you know you can get over it. And I feel like that's, that comes with just time for me. That's, that's not something I knew right away. Okay, let's take a quick break. If you like this podcast once a week, we want to talk to you about getting more of us in your ears every weekday. Because, drumroll please, that was our drumroll, now you can. Meet our new daily podcast, Skim This. Every Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern, Skim This breaks down the biggest news stories of the day and gives you the context on why they actually matter. Big differentiator, whether that's Brexit, the opioid crisis, or the race to build 5G. Skim This will connect the dots to provide clarity through all of the chaos and tell you what those stories could mean for you. Search Skim This wherever you're listening to this podcast and hit subscribe so you don't miss it. That's Skim This wherever you like to listen. All right, now let's get back to the show. So we're going to open it up to questions from our live audience. Okay, we got our first question. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Um, my name is Hannah. Thank Hi, you guys Hannah. so much for being here. It's, it's so inspiring to hear you know, women talking about their successes and their failures and just their journey. So really appreciate you guys coming. A uh, question for you guys is on, I know this new show is, is with Netflix. And we as consumers can obviously see the differences in what the content is between coming direct to consumer via Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime Video, versus something that's going for network. If it's the type of content, what you're flexible to be able to say, even to what the length is of the show that you're producing. Would love to hear from you guys if you felt any differences between working for Netflix I, versus working for a network. Yeah, I'd like to I'll Please. jump in on this one. I have never worked for a company like this in my life. I am so I there's it's so incredible what they do at Netflix. They they allow you to be creative. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> because when you try to stifle someone's creativity, your content's not gonna be as good. And I think that their 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 recipe is to go hey, we're not going to just do a pilot and then make you wait to like write your show. No, write your show. Here, here's, here's the resources you need to make it look beautiful, to get the best people that you can. You get 10, so you get to be creative. You get to have your beginning, your middle, your end. And they don't, they don't come at you. They don't have 
like notes the whole time. And because that can feel like, oh my God, okay, 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 we're trying. We're, okay, we're, I'm trying to make it the best you can. But they just let you go. And it's, it's so freeing um, to be able to do that. And I think that's why what you're getting in your, your homes or your computers is the quality is so much better because think of the, these people got to be creative without a bunch of executives telling them what you can and cannot do. Um, so I, I, I feel so blessed to be employed by this incredible, incredible company and, and the way they've changed everything. Like, think about it. We used to just get those little DVDs from Netflix, which you I still can. I still, I still have two from like 20 years ago, and I'm so sorry I never sent them back. Um, that's why she has to work for Netflix. That's why I have to work. For I'm, I'm working off my debt um, for the DVDs. But to think that that's what they 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 um, they started as, and someone had a vision, and now they're dominating. It's incredible. So cool. That's a good endorsement. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just got a raise. I just got a raise. I didn't. Debt forgiven. (laughs) Debt forgiven. You can keep uh, whatever it was. Other questions? It was something like really embarrassing that I'm not going to say what it was. Other questions? Hi. uh, Thank you both for being here today. Um, You've both been in a lot of TV shows, and I was wondering how you prepare to uh, play a new character like how much of yourself are you bringing to each of the new characters and how do you make sure they all feel different? Go ahead. You can take this. Oh, yeah. I just talk, I just I talked talk like, lot. I just talked so much just now. You know, you both can answer. Okay. Okay. You go first. Yep. <laughs> no, I, 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 I love having a new character. Actually, I'll, no, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love having a new character and she, and my character, Judy, she's really, uh, She's very different than anything else I've played. She doesn't like conflict. She's very optimistic. She doesn't really have a, that much cynicism in her at all. And, uh, and she's very complicated. So to me, that was really fun. I'd come off doing two period piece drama films. And so to do something in this world and the, com- you know, sort of like the comedy, dark comedy, and uh, play somebody who is as light and airy in some ways as Judy was really fun. So for me, you know, sometimes I think of, Am I at all like the person? But what is the, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not, but what is that person's truth? And for my character, her truth is just trying to make this person happy. Um, and so that is really fun to play with a, you know, a wonderful actress and being there on the day changes everything too. You know, the person you're working across from, that, that influences everything that I do. So thank you. Thank you for the question. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for our lightning round? Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. it. Okay. Uh, lightning. <clears throat> lightning. So we're going to ask one question you both have to answer. <coughs> Excuse me. As fast as we can. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Oh, my Thank God. Thank you. Okay. Ready? We'll start. Linda will always start first. I'm going to start first? Yes. Yay, every time. Linda goes first. I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big overthinker, so this uh, as fast as I can. Okay. Ready? Is daunting. Lightning. Linda, okay, what lightning. did you think you were going to be when you grew up? Uh, the Angela Bauer from Who's the Boss? She did jingles for. Um, do you remember Judith Light play that part? Yeah, of yes. course. Yeah, that's what I wanted to be. Wanted to be Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Christina, See what I have to deal with you. But same sorry. question. What did you want to be? What did you think you were going to be growing up? An actress, dancer, singer. There we go. Good job, Good job doing it. I did. Yeah, you did it because I have no um, other uh, redeeming qualities or skills. Great, <laughs> Linda. First job. Uh, first job, I cleaned houses with my friend in high school. Um, I was a baby in a, in a Playtex nurser commercial. I was, uh, four months old. Wow. Wow. Uh, Linda, worst job? 
Worst job, cleaning houses with my friend in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Worst job. Oh, that would be not good to say. Okay. <laughs> Don't look at me. No, because I never. I, 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 I always did. I always did this. So if I said worst right. job, then yes. I would be um, okay. I would be no, I biting off the, uh, the, the a horse of a hand and a and a mouth. Yeah, that feeds you. Yep. Can't, yeah, I can't bite right. off the horse okay. mouth. Linda, what <laughs> say? Worst professional mistake you ever made? Oh God, uh, there's a lot of outfits and yeah, hairdos yeah. that I I I should have uh, thought out better. Okay, Christina. Oh gosh, same. Like we didn't have like stylists back when uh, oh. I, we, we had to go to the Golden Globes. You didn't have someone dressing you. Or really even doing your hair and makeup, so that's pretty. I, that's stressful. I've gone there through the Golden Globes in a in a quite a, a questionable ensemble. I'm gonna go Google that. <laughs> <laughs> um, first phone call when you get good news. Uh, my family at home, Steve and Lila, my daughter. Um, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Okay, I like won an Emmy, and the next day my dad says you didn't even. Why didn't you tell me I was? You were nominated for an Emmy. <laughs> Do you not I tell like, anyone? I don't tell anybody anything. I'm really, I, it's, it's like the weird. Is it it's a weird, superstition? No, it's just a weird like, don't be braggy. You I know like what I mean? I there's like braggy but that's and like, then it's like, it's a, it's a, I'm working on it in therapy. Okay. Don't worry. I'm going to get to the point where I will, I will share my good fortune. Okay. Great. Um, okay. First, it's going to be good. Okay. <laughs> you get a pass maybe in the next question. Oh, God. Which is okay. first phone call when you get bad news. Oh, same people. Uh, my mom. Okay. Um, Linda, when was the last time you negotiated for yourself? Uh, last night. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> On what? Which, I'm always negotiating things with life, right? Like you negotiate things all the time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. Lightning round. <laughs> okay. Like, blah, 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 blah. I don't. I don't. Ha- um, <laughs> How does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> it feels good. Payback's a okay. B. It's now, all good. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna move on. Linda, worst audition you ever went on? Oh God, there's just a string of them. Um, uh, the the Scooby Doo audition I actually ended up getting, but I thought it was the worst nightmare because I'd showed up in a costume, which <laughs> turns out that real actors like don't show up to things in costumes. And I was in full Velma regalia that I, I had bought at Ross because I didn't have that much money that day. And uh, I walked in, and there was a there was a waiting room full of like famous people at the time. Oh my God. And I went home and sobbed for a long time. <laughs> oh my God. Christina? Um, actually for this movie, View from the Top, which I actually ended up getting, and I remember like doing the scene and the director just looked at me like that was the worst thing ever. And I said, that wasn't it, was it? He goes, nope. And, I, and he was like really about to dismiss me. And I said, let me do it again. And he's like, oh. you know, like they just didn't want me to do it. I said, just let me, just let me just do it again. And I just took a second and took a deep breath and I was like, okay. And then I did it and then, then that was it. And I got that job. That's a good story. That is, that a, good is story. a good story. Did you make that? See, I didn't. I totally made it up. I did. I did. That wasn't even me in view from the top. It was Scarlett Johansson. Um, she is 47. I didn't know that. Um, how do people know you're stressed? Oh, my face. Gives away everything. Yeah. Same. Okay. What drives you? Family. My kid. Shameless plug. Literally. Watch Dead to Me. Yeah. It's your new favorite show. It's, it's yeah. Binge it, tell All everybody. All once, and then do it again the next day. It's so good. It's so, 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 so good. Yeah. Linda's favorite, so good in it. Your favorite actresses so are... Your favorite actress, Linda. Linda Cardellini. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Christina, Linda, thank you very much for thank joining you. us. Thank you, guys. Thank you.
That's it. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Go watch that to me. Thanks for hanging out with us. Join us next week for another episode of Skim from the Couch. And if you can't wait until then, subscribe to our daily email newsletter that gives you all the important news and information you need to start your day. Sign up at theskim.com. That's the S-K-I-M-M dot com. Two M's for a little something extra. So if you listen to this podcast uh, or you work at The Skim or spend any time with us at all, you will hear us talk a lot about hustle and how important it is to be persistent and how that is what we look for as the number one thing when we hire people. So sometimes we get the inspiration to get that hustle from our team. And this week, we took inspiration from them with a book recommendation. It's called Grit by Angela Duckworth. It's all about what goes into success. Big hint, it's more than just talent. It's also about, you guessed it, grit. And you can get your copy from the link in the show notes. All right, that's it. See you back here next week.